Lay. Sir. Yeah. Yeah. Kane is in the building. Yeah. Alright, already the show goes on all night. Till the morning we dream so long. Anybody ever wonder when they would see the thunder? Just remember when it comes to the show. What's up? And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Always Pressing PGA DFS Podcast. Yes, you heard me correctly. We are back for the 2024 calendar season of PGA Tour action as the tour heads to Hawaii for the century. Used to be Tournament of Champions, the century now. We have 59 golfers instead of the normal, like, 25 to 30 that we get at this event. So we'll preview that. We'll talk about some stuff that took place since the last time you heard from us and much, much more. You can find me on Twitter at BDNTrick, the podcast at Always Press DFS, and my co-host, as always, on Twitter at DFS Golf Gods. Jesse, how are we doing, my friend? I'm well. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. It's uh, fun to get back on the, the PGA grind. At least I think it's fun for now. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we will definitely see. At least this year, it's not just the normal 30 golfers that we get uh, or, or less in some years. Um, we've got a decent field, this, or at least... A, a, a more average field for these no cut events. So, um, yeah, looking forward to it. And, and there's nothing better than watching primetime prime Hawaii time golf. Prime, like you get to go to bed watching it on the East Coast. I get to kind of get ready for bed watching it. Like it's beautiful to see yeah. guys in Hawaii. You know, you get, to, you know, Thomas isn't there this year, but you get like Thomas and Speed kayaking and stuff. And it's yeah. just, a, it's a different world as they go to Kapalua, which is a ton of fun. But you mentioned 59 golfers, almost the size of a live event. Which has a new <laughs> member on it, and one John Rom, aka Rombo, made the splash. It's kind of been like hinted at forever, and it finally happened. I think he got what, like 450, 550 million, something like that, some astronomical number to go join Live. And now he can't talk. He did all these interviews the first day. Now he can't talk about anything as they're trying to recruit players. His team, the Toros, supposedly, if it's true, the logos look amazing. Like I might buy a John Rom Toros hat. That looks pretty sweet. But what's your thoughts on Rombo going to live? Is that's like they've had some big names that takes the cake for now? Yeah, it's definitely definitely the biggest name that they've signed over there. Um, yeah, I mean it's it sucks. I mean I don't know how else to put it. Uh, you know, it, for 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 season long golf or watching tournaments week in week out. Uh, you know, for for us who like to follow the PGA Tour, you know, it's just it's just. The, it just sucks. The other thing that kills me about Rom is all of the quotes that he had about like, you know, I, I'm not going to do it and I want legacy and yada, yada, yada. And as soon as you, you know, I mean, name your price. And I guess his price is 500 million, which, yeah. you know, I don't blame him. I, and that, I'd say yes to 500. I'd say left a lot, a lot less, but yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I'm sorry. But if somebody came along and said, Hey Jesse, uh, you come over and do a podcast for us for 500 million. I would for five have years. to leave you for only five years. Like, and, <laughs> and honestly, I'd be sad, but I'd be like, yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Fair enough. You win. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not about the money to me. I mean, it's just, for me, it's about just the, 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 the watering down of professional golf. And it's just, uh, it's just not as fun. I mean, obviously the majors are going to be great no matter mm-hmm. what, um, because all these guys are still gonna be at the majors, but, yeah, I mean, it's what's going to suffer is the John Deere and yeah, I mean, just those tournaments are are gonna are gonna be shit. So, and Was I still have already, no interest in watching Live, so I'm not going to no. watch it just because John Rom went over there. I don't eh, really I care. Might, I might try to check it out, but I don't have the CW, so I'm kind of screwed there. <laughs> um, 
a couple things of that though is i'll give rom the benefit of the doubt here where i would have given any player now after getting blindsided by the tour i think all you know loyalty left the building on that one like because he was doing all this before that happened he was saying all that and then when you come out and do this and he and he had words at that point that said he kind of like i don't i'm gonna paraphrase but kind of how he didn't appreciate like we were in the dark all those kind of things yeah i might have a little bit of a like okay let's reopen conversations now guys like if this is how it's gonna go let me get my money before you guys merge and i can't get money anymore that's the way i see it that type yeah, thing I could see um that. the master's champions dinner is going to be electric as he is making the menu for that right. one uh that should be a ton of fun as tiger still holding strong but even like rory kind of when rom joined kind of quieted his takes back said i love him I'm, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to change the Ryder cup rules because rom has to be a part of it. all of a sudden the tone started changing it which did. Is, i think rory's also kind of like hey you used me as a mouthpiece that's why he backed off the committee now and you guys blindsided like i think a lot of these guys kind of had enough of um you know jay and, and the boys screwing things up yeah jay, jay jay's gotta go i mean like yeah. how does he still have a job i don't understand but uh have you heard anything else about this? Like, I haven't seen much. I don't what, know where what, the negotiations or where that's merger, quote unquote, what, what unquote came merger out, stands. What came out, whatever, you, if you can believe any of this, is that the uh, that Boston Media Group or whatever, Fenway Media Group, they're going to do a large chunk, it looks like. And then the negotiations with the PIF is still going on. It got extended to, I believe, the weekend of the Masters or something like that. But apparently they're very close. They wanted to extend it to make it like not rushed and actually good type thing. And because he Monahan sent a letter to all the PGA guys that got leaked, of course. Because initially the um, deadline was the 31st, like yeah, it got two extended, days ago, right? It got extended to yeah, the okay. weekend of the Masters. And um it basically said the they want to do it right so that we can unify both both leagues, the DP World Tour, Live, and the PGA all together, type thing. So that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, so that's where they're at on that market right now. Obviously, two separate entities. We'll see where it all lands. I'd imagine it's that way for all of 2024. Maybe the actual guys playing together again, it'd be 2025. We'll see. It's going to happen because the PGA Tour is going to be out of money. That's the biggest thing. Like They showed right. it. They're going to be broke. They need money badly. And if there's any place that has all the money in the world, we know where it's at. So that's yeah, very simple. that's what sucks, though. I mean, I've, I've already heard rumors of like um, – big sponsors at big events that traditionally are big events uh you know have been asked to put up more money and they've declined so yep. and uh so like the honda's not doing the honda anymore right um and there's others and i don't yeah. know if that will be out this year or if it'll be next year or whatever but either way uh it's just it's a shit show basically is the best way to, i think to put it i don't know how else to to phrase it Yep, the Jay Monahan shit show. That's the best way to say it. I just hope it gets resolved soon enough. Like I don't fault Rom at all. I fault I, I fault the PGA Tour or Jay yeah. Monahan for Rom. Right. It sucks. Like the, the, your very first sentence. It sucks for basically PGA Tour fans. That part, hundred percent agree with. I'd love to see Brooks and Rom and DJ every single Bryson even every week. Gooch, throw them out there. Yep. The reality is, money talks. That's the history of life, <laughs> and that's just the way it goes. Hopefully, hopefully get resolved sooner or later, and we'll obviously still plug along this PGA Tour season. So, um, oh, and the last note I will say is, Rom just got elected as a 2023 PGA Tour Golfer of the Year by the media. So now Liv has two of the past four major champions and a 2023 Player of the Year <laughs> sitting in their yeah. clubhouse. I mean, That's pretty wild stuff when you think about it. Yeah, it's just, a, it's just, a, there's, I yeah. don't know how it gets fixed, but I hope it does eventually. Well, it starts at the top, chop its head yep. off. 
Um, let's go to Maui, though. Let's talk about beautiful sunshines and brighten up our day and talk about the PGA Tour starting off its 2024 season. We had the swing season or whatever the heck they call it now. I enjoy it as a degenerate because you get some fun younger golfers having some fun. Some of them got wins then to come in to Maui to, to have some fun here. Um, Jesse mentioned it's 59 golfers. It's your previous season's winners which and top 50 in the FedEx. So there's a lot more first-timers here this year. It actually got Xander into it this year because he didn't win it all last year. So that would have been a, a rarity. But what do you have for some past event history? Because we actually have quite a bit uh, at the century. Yeah, there's plenty here. It's been played at Kapalua for a while now. But uh, last year, John Rahm uh, was the winner. 27 under two shots over Colin Morikawa. 2022, Cam Smith, 34 under one shot over John Rahm. That, I don't know if you remember that year, but that was a great – that was like one of the best, I think, at this ever. Um, obviously, the, the scores were super low, but just a good duel of those two good golfers. Uh, Harris English, 2021 champion, 25 under in a playoff over Joaquin Neiman. 2020 was Justin Thomas uh, in a playoff at 14 under over Patrick Reed and Xander Shoffley. I mean, just every single year, a, a for at least the last four, a live golfer has been. I was about to say a live golfer. The top two. Like, um, the last couple of winners, live golfers. It's yeah. crazy. Uh, Xander was the 2019 winner, 23 under one shot over Gary Woodland. 2020, 2018 was uh, Dustin Johnson, 24 under eight shots over John Rom. Was that the year he almost drove the hole in one on the par four? I, th- I think so. Yeah. 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 I think nuts. so. JT's uh, won this twice. So 2017 was his first time. Speed's won in the past. Um, that's pretty much all you need to know. Yes, this is at Kapalua, the plantation course at Kapalua, I should say, in Maui, um, Hawaii. It's beautiful. Um, like Jesse mentioned, we got nighttime golf for us. Um, it's a par 73, almost 7,600 yards, which makes it sound huge. Three par threes, 11 par fours, four par fives. So it's a different layout than normal, but it's not as huge as it sounds. Like the final hole, the 18th, a 677 yard par five. You can get there in two because a lot of these holes are downhill and downwind. As I mentioned, DJ almost got a hole in one on a par four. It rolled for days. It was still bombed. Don't get me wrong, but it rolled for days. Um, Wind can be a factor on the ocean courses. It's expected to be pretty windy on Friday and Saturday with chances of rain. So we'll see how that plays out. But it's a birdie fest, the no-cut event. So you got that going for you. Some of the biggest greens you'll see on tour. Some of the biggest fairways you'll see on tour. So bombers can give it a rip. Usually we'll find the fairway not very penal outside. There are some areas we've seen guys get in the bushes and whatnot on these coastal courses, but um, a lot of it's pretty just grip it and rip it. Your approach game should be good because you want to be more pin-seeking than green-seeking because the greens are so big. Uh, so three-putt avoidance is huge, but you obviously need birdies at these events. Um, I will say that there's a lot of blind shots off the tees especially. So course history is pretty important here. First-timers rarely ever win at this event, if at all. Like last year, Tom Hoagie finished third. Tom Kim finished fifth in their debuts. That's a rarity at these events. Now we have a lot more first-timers this year, like I mentioned at the start of the show. We'll see if that's a trend that continues. But uh, most first-timers do have a learning curve here. You'll hear a lot of Augusta comps because it's kind of angled fairways, elevation changes, um, greens are the same. So the complexes are very complicated, but also very simple to hit if that makes sense. So score, 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 get hot with the putter. Usual stuff we see in the fall swing. Great way to get a resort course to start the season. What do you got on stats you're looking for? Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head, man. I mean, birdie or better. Um, 
and you know, just you just gotta get hot with the putter because, the, like you said, the greens are big. You do have to avoid the three putts. Uh, but generally speaking, the course is not very difficult, as evidenced by somebody shooting thirty four under over four days at this golf course and beating a person by one shot. Yeah, I mean, obviously they're very, very the best golfers in the world, but for these guys, it's not that difficult. So, yep, not as course. crazy. Not as crazy as one would think for sure. Uh, let's get into some DK here again. 59 golfers. Everybody makes the cut. You got the best of the best. And I'm using more tournament history than recent form. Like I'm going to use recent form for certain guys that have played, but a lot of the big dogs didn't even play in the fall swing. Right. So, or if they did, it was like the team events or those things that, yeah, okay. <laughs> Sounds That's like me and Jesse going and playing skins with our buddies. Uh, let's right. just be real about it. So let's talk about the pricing here. Four guys that are technically three because Rory is in the pool. But he's not in the field. Like I told Jesse, when I saw the prices on Friday, I'm like, Rory never plays this event. And he withdrew pretty quickly. So you got three guys over 10K. You got Scotty at 11,000, Vic 10.5, and Xander at $10,000. Who are you liking up here? Yeah. Have you seen Scotty's beard? He's looking sharp, looking sharp. Hopefully that helps him putt because I grew a beard and I can't even swing a golf club with my back these days. So I don't know what the beard's doing for him. <laughs> he's a lot younger than I am, though. He so. looks homeless. He looked awful. Yeah, his nothing. beard, like, we got needs to be like trimmed up. That's what I was going to go with. You got to trim that. It's like even I trim mine every couple of days yeah. just to kind of yeah. keep it fresh yeah. and whatnot. And, and uh, especially like the cheeks part. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like where these straight hairs start growing. You got to, yeah, you got to trim that up. Look good. Like he's got all the money in the world. Could to be on uh, TV. Like, you know what? I'm expecting the, the DJ approach Thursday morning, clean shaven. If, I mean, he could be, or maybe he gets it. Uh, or it's alter ego Scotty. It's alter ego Scotty. You know, he was he's a go, you know he was a church going godly man last year. Maybe something's going on. He's ready to go scorched earth on the PGA Tour. I don't know. We're just all having fun here. I hope so. I don't. Did you do the uh, the the year rewind thing that cut sweats did? Uh, did you see that? Yes. Yes. Did you do it for yourself? No, I didn't want to. <laughs> I know I know it wasn't great. Well, it doesn't show you how much money you lost. Oh, uh, so but, I should do it. I thought there was like a uh, – because no. I, I, It doesn't show so you. Many, there's so many weeks where the six to six was so close. And just went, you, you should do it because it's like for me, like it was like my top owned golfer was Scotty Scheffler. That's the most most I played last year. The guy who lost me the most money, Scotty Scheffler. <laughs> well, because we talk about on the show a lot, he was priced so high. If he didn't win, you were just like yeah. – like we, we we always love Scotty. We're like, okay, if we're not gonna play Scotty, this is who we're gonna play. It was always the the situation, and uh, yeah, that makes I'm sense. Uh, I'm doing it now as you speak. <laughs> at, at, so with that being said, I'm playing Scotty Scheffler. Um, seventh and thirteenth in his two appearances here. Seventh was last year. Twenty twenty one was thirteenth. Um, I mean, I don't know what else to say about him. He's Scotty Scheffler. The other guy who is playable is Xander. He's got the good course history as far as. If you take away the withdrawal last year, I don't remember what happened with that, but 12th, 5th, 2nd, 1st in his last four starts here. If you go all the way back to 2018, he's got a 22nd place finish, which is not great because it was like a 30-man field at that point. But otherwise, I mean, basically finished inside the top top five there uh, in three of the last four uh, with a win. Um, obviously, his, his year wasn't great, but he did. Uh, I, I showed that he won the Tour Championship. Uh, Scotty, maybe that was just no, no, no. This is Xander. Oh, Xander. This is what it says on DK. I don't know if maybe just if you don't if you take away the like starting scores. See, I I don't know what they're doing there, but either way, those are the two that I'm looking at. I would love to play Vic. His course history is not good here. Um, 18th, 30th, and 31st in the last three starts. So it's Scotty number one. 
uh, Xander, you know, number two for me. Yeah, uh, I have no problem with the Scotty pick. He's the best of the best. And it's really crazy that we're both going to do this because Vic was the best player in the world when the season ended. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm out. Prove me wrong. Totally cool with that. I'll, I'll, I'll eat that crow all day long. It's entirely possible he does, yeah. too. He's young. He was having the time of his life in his native country. Like, if you again follow him on Instagram, guys, he is a young person and I love it. He embraces it. Um, so that's good. But I'm with you. X is my dude. I'm really curious to see. I, I'm going to, I got some ownership projections. I was looking at them last night. I just updated them right now. Um, yeah. Whew. X is projected to be about 28%, give or take. Uh, Scotty, 23, and Vic, 17. I still like X. Like, there's good chalk. There's bad chalk. I guess it's good chalk. The course history is ridiculous. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if we see X towards the top of the podium yet again. If you want to go Scotty, you can. It's X for me. Um, and then just for fun, because since you made me do it, um, Kat Sweat, this, this, this is hilarious to me looking at this year in review of, of mine because it just sums me up in a nutshell. The players I drafted the most, Cam Davis, Fitzpatrick, and Matsuyama. <laughs> that pretty much sums me up there. Uh, players I spent the most money on, Sungjae, Carson Young, and Fitzpatrick. Players that earned the most, Chris Kirk, Lucas Glover, and Ryan Palmer. Um, the ones that lost you the most, Eric Cole was my first one, which is very surprising. Sungjae M and Colin Morikawa. That was rough. It makes rough sense. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that I always – I think I just faded the chalk cold. And so losing you is probably not playing him. They probably factor that into, like, you lost because you didn't play him or something. Right. I don't know. I don't know either. All right. But, yeah, back to the regularly scheduled programming here. Um, so 10K, Xander, for me. 9K range, you got Cantley at 99, Homa at 97, Wyndham Clark 96, Fitz 95, Harmon 93, Hatton 92, Morikawa 91, Fleetwood 9,000. That's a fun little range here. What do you got here? Yeah, Cantlay uh, at at ninety nine is is very playable. Good course history. Hasn't finished outside the top sixteen um, in the last five starts. Here, the sixteenth place finish was was last year. Uh, coming off a sixth place finish at the, at the Tour Championship, fifteenth, second. So he's playing really well at the end of the year. Obviously, he's been off since. Uh, your boy Fitzpatrick, dude. I mean, like nobody will play him. Yep. He finished seventh here last year. He won uh, in October on the European tour and Alfred Dunhill. Um, and he, he played really well, I think, at the here. I don't have those stats for whatever reason. But, uh, yeah, I, I think Fitz is your low-owned potential winner. Let's put that out there. That's fair. Uh, Hatton at 92 um, has never played here. But another guy who's been playing on the European tour – Finished second uh, at the BMW, 11th um, in his last start. Morikawa, I think, is playable simply because of course history. Second, fifth, seventh, seventh in his four starts here. And then lastly, uh, Fleetwood has never played here, but come off a second-place finish at the DP World Tour Championship. Um, and we just know how he is and obviously can play in the wind, him and Hatton both. Uh, the guy that I am – probably going to have way too much of is Fitzpatrick in this range though. This range yeah. is, is money. This is yeah, especially if it's windy. This is a right. very big range. Um, that's where Scotty comes into play as well in the wind. Yeah. Um, but yeah, back to the nine K range. I'll just start at Fitzpatrick. Cause I'm with you. Obviously I just read. He's one of my most rostered players last year. Um, I love Fitzy. I've always loved Fitzy on this show. If you paid attention um, and this sets up beautifully for him, a guy that has added driving distance to his game. The approach game is always nails. Uh, I like him at 95 as well. But going back to Cantley at 99, coming in really good form. Um, 
or finish the year good, I should say. His course history here is pretty solid as well, so I have no problem with Cantley. He will be pretty popular, so will Fitz. Uh, well, Fitz won't be. Fitz is about 12%, give or take. I think Homa is very enticing. 9700 bucks for Max Homa. And you look at recent times here, he was 25th in 2020, 15th in 2022, third last year. He's improved every season. We've seen that trend with Max Homa in the past at certain golf courses. He starts doing that and starts playing better. I like Homa quite a bit. I looked at ownership last night. It was very low. Now it's up to about 22%. So people are catching on to that, unfortunately. But Homa, I am a fan of. Morikawa, like you mentioned, at 9100 bucks, Very cheap for a guy that crushes. Nothing worse than a T7 at this golf course. It's ridiculous. So I'm 100% with you on that one. But definitely a fun range. Uh, if you are looking for someone that's going to get completely overlooked, I'm, I'm not sold if I'm on him yet or not, the defending Open champion, Brian Harmon, is going to be about 5%, which is yeah. very low in this range. Just not sold on that one just yet. 8K range, you got Tom Kim at 89, Spieth at 88, uh, Ludwig Ober at 87, Ricky Fowler at 86, Jason Day at 85, Tony Finau at 84, Cam Young at 83, Burns 82, M81, Matsuyama 8,000. Who do you like in this range? Uh, real quick on my cut switch here in review. Uh, so I, I rostered Scotty Scheffler 62 times, which is 20 more than 22 more than the next person, which is Rom and Fleetwood. And then spent the most on Scheffler, Adam Scott, and Hatton. Uh, the players that earned me the most were Adam Long, H- Hovland, and uh, Eric Van Royen. Yeah, that's nice. And then the players that lost me the most were Scheffler, Scott, uh, Adam Scott, and Will Zalatoris. I, I guess I probably spent a lot on him at the masters or something or early in the year. I don't, yeah. I don't know, but that's hilarious. Anyways, lost a lot of money on those guys. So yeah, it's fun. If you go to cut sweats, that is pretty cool to go back and look at uh forward slash review, or you go to uh cut at cut sweats on Twitter, Twitter X, whatever. Um, it's, he's got a link there. So pretty cool yep. thing that, that, uh, well, but they're there. Um, anyway, so yeah, back to, again, back to, to the players here, Tom Kim, Love him at $8,900. Fifth here last year. Um, had a really good fall. Uh, 15th, first at the Shriners. Uh, 18th at the BMW. Uh, 15th was at the World Championship uh, for the European Tour or whatever. Um, and played well in the, uh, the the finale of the PGA Tour, too. So uh, I, I like I like Tom Kim quite a bit. And Aberg, Oberg, uh, you know, obviously he's never played here, but... His last four starts are first, tenth, thirteenth, second. Um, the guy's going to have a great year. Uh, you're going to be hearing that name a lot on this podcast if you listen regularly. So, 8,700. Um, just go ahead and hop on the train now. Ricky Fowler's course history is is pretty fucking good. Uh, fifth, fourth, fifth, sixth. Now he hasn't played here since 2020. Um, that was the last start he, put, he finished fifth then, and the 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 form coming in is not like necessarily what you desire, but if you're just looking for a course history guy, 8,600 on him. And then uh, also love Sung Jay 13th, eighth and fifth in his last three starts, the last three years at this course um, coming off a 12th place finish at the Zozo. Uh, so he actually played in the fall swing. And if you follow his caddy, um, Thrillcox. Will, yes. Uh, on, the, you know, they've, they've been out there since, I think before the, before this past weekend, yeah, a few days for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't blame him. I would go out there as early as I possibly yeah. could as well. Um, but you know, I'm sure that they're getting some rounds in at Kapalua. Uh, so Sungja, I actually like a lot. 
Yeah, we're on the same page on that one. Some of one of my favorite plays this week at 8100 bucks for a couple of reasons. It's a no-cut event, so we want guys that go birdie, birdie, birdie crazy. Sunday's great at that, especially in par five scoring. Like that's his forte is let's just get nuts. Um, I use the last 24 rounds for my model. Again, it's tough with these guys not playing a ton right now. Like Sung is just a DK, DK scoring machine. We've seen that time and time again. So I love Sung Jay. I'll start at the bottom. So that he's 81. Matsuyama at 8,000 is a guy I just can't quit at that price point. 21st, 13th, the last two years here. Um, that entices me. It, it, you know, the finish of the year, not ideal for Sung. It was up and down, I'll say. He was uh, 51st of the Zozo. He played because he had to. We know he's been battling neck injuries and everything. I'm hoping the layoff did him well. And he comes in kind of, you know, he's projected to be like 12%, maybe less, which is very low for Hideki because like Sungjae is going to be like 18 to 20, give or take. So Hideki at, at that range is very, very interesting to me. Love Tony Fino. He, he's another guy that could go birdie making machine at 8,400 bucks. Don't mind Obert, as you mentioned. Um, the other guy I want to mention is Jordan Spieth. Two reasons. Projected to be 12% or less owned, which is very, very big. Um, look at you know recent results here at this this golf course and um we're talking where is speed he's right here uh 13th last year 21st the year before you hear augusta comps these are things he does very very well he can play in the wind i think he's a guy if you get a low ownership i know the form has been kind of messy but it could be a fun one for jordan speed as well so if you're just looking for pivots like this range has a couple of with matsuyama and speed that i think can be a bit interesting at least 7K range. You got about 20 guys here, Jesse. So he like, I'm gonna do 7K altogether. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, perfectly fine. Like, uh, Keegan, 7900. Um, he's played here enough. Uh, the finishes aren't great. He did have a fourth place finish way back in 2013. Um, but he's been around here enough, and I just feel like Keegan's gonna have a chip this year. So probably be hearing that name a lot as well. Uh, throughout the year from me, Russell Henley at 7700. Um. Played here four times. Best finish was third in 2015. Finished 30th here last year. So not necessarily great, but coming in 13th and 13th, 8th, 6th, 2nd in his last five starts. So he was he was coming on pretty good there at the end of the year. Uh, Eric Cole, he's a rookie at this course, uh, first-timer. Um, but last three starts, 3rd, 2nd, 3rd. So the form uh, at the end of the year was really good for him. Cam Davis at 7,100. 10th here last year, or in 2022, um, 12th, 7th, and 3rd in his last three starts on tour. So there's some really good uh, current form guys coming in who maybe, you know, haven't been around here a lot or if at all in tournament play. But, uh, yeah, those would be the four that I'd be targeting in this range for sure. Not playing your boy? I got so many boys. Which one is my boy? Sahith. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I looked at him 33rd here last year. The form, eh, I mean, obviously won the Fortnite, but I don't know, man. He's, he's gonna be know. he's gonna be very popular. It you think like. so? They're at least twenty percent plus. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that, I, that for that reason, I would lay off of him. I like Henley a lot better. Um, and he, I don't know how how long he's gonna be, but Henley or Cole? Uh, Henley is about twenty percent as well. Cole's gonna be massive shock. He's he's approaching the Xander shock about twenty. Oh God! Well, yeah. yeah. Well, the name you mentioned. It, in in this small field, it's hard. Yeah, to get you're going to get a lot. That's why I, if you're 15 percent or less, I think you're still okay, honestly. Yeah. And eat some chalk. There is good chalk. There's right. no denying that. Um, one guy you did mention though, Keegan Bradley. I'm with you at 79. He's projected for less than five percent, so that's tremendous if he plays well. I'm with you there. Corey Connors is another one. He's another low 
uh, percentage guy. And I like him for the fact that at uh, this event, 18th last year, 19th in 2020, the two years he played. Obviously, it's been an up and down year for Corey Connors. He finished 44th at the RSM. It's a guy that was at least starting to trend in a little better direction. And the course knowledge I like a lot with Corey Connors here at 7,500 bucks. Cole, Eric Cole at 74 is still very much in play. Not going to deny that. Cam Davis, I love at 71. We just talked about my you know, most rostered players. He's expected to be in the 25-plus percent range, though, so keep that in mind with Cam Davis. But anywhere where the driver is not a bad thing because there's so much room to miss, we love Cam Davis. So big fan of Cam Davis at this track. And then if you want another low, potentially low-owned guy here, give me Siwoo Kim, finished 23rd here in 2022. Um, I believe he won the Sony last year, which is next week. So he's got that Hawaiian thing going on for him. So I don't mind Siwoo as another kind of punt play at $7,100. 6K, we can punt away, including one of your most uh, beneficial players last year's down here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I got him checked off. Uh, start with uh, with Tom Hoagie here at uh, 6,700. Uh, third here last year. Um, the form coming in is not great, but if you look at his form last year coming in, he had missed two straight cuts coming into the, uh, in, into the same event. So... Um, it didn't affect him, and he finished third. So maybe it's just a a course thing for him, uh, because course history is real. Eric Van Royen, sixty three hundred, uh, most definitely clicking his name. Twenty uh, fifth in his lone start here in twenty twenty two, but coming off a W at the uh, Worldwide Technologies Championship uh, back in November, and then Luke List, sixty two hundred, finished eleventh here last year, and the form coming in is most definitely good enough to play Luke list in this field, especially at this price, almost bare minimum pricing here. So those are the three that I, I like in this range. Yeah. I have Tom Hoagie checked off as well. I was tempted to go with Adam Shank, but you know, we'll see how the first time goes there. Like me some Hoagie at 67, Mac Hughes at 64. Mackenzie Hughes uh, is interesting to me. It'll be a first time here for Hughes, of course, as he got the win this past year. But um, what I really liked about looking at Mackenzie Hughes he finished second at the RSM, seventh at the WW Technology, 48th at the Zozo. So he finished the season extremely strong, very good approach game. So I, I'm in on Mac Hughes. Love EVR at 63. I was honestly surprised he was this cheap uh, as well as he's been playing. So like that. Seamus Power coming off the injury at 6,300 bucks. Uh, maybe, hopefully, it goes overlooked. Yeah, didn't play in the fall swing, but his last two years here, 25th and 15th. So I'll take my chances with Seamus. And then I love Luke List. You mentioned 11th here last year. Um, 19th, 20th, his last two events, 19th, 20th, 45th, 18th, and first on the fall swing. Pretty good fall swing for Mr. List. And if it's a place where you can bomb it away and then hopefully find the putter at that price point, I'm all in. So there are some fun punt plays down here that actually have some upside that can allow you to go a little stars and scrubs. You're pretty simple. Right? Yeah. Let me give one more Matt Wallace at 6,600. Um, nobody will play him and he's actually been playing golf in the fall, uh, European tour golf. Second, 15th, and ninth in his uh, three European tour starts uh, starting at the end of October through the middle of uh, November there. So it's a good call. Uh, you know, just n- low owned dart potential. You know, I mean, you got to have in this field in, in on DraftKings, you got to have somebody who's low owned who just gets inside the top 10 who out of nowhere. It's, it's kind of like a master's type of yeah. week um, with no cut. And I will say down here, it's pretty much all guys sub 10%. Svensson might get some love. Batia might get some love. Luke List projected over 20%. He's supposed to be the, the chalk down here. Everybody else is below 10%, it looks like. So you can definitely pick your way around down here and uh, take some chalk up top if you so choose.
and these numbers will shift. Like I said, I looked at them last night, and then they already shifted a bunch as of Tuesday as we recorded, and it's a Thursday late tea time. There's going to be a lot of movement in these as, as we get going. Uh, let's recap things real quick here. I don't really condone – we don't condone cash on no-cut events, so T's and P's. But if you're playing tournaments, Jesse, how are you starting things out? Scotty yeah, uh, Fitzpatrick, Tom Kim, Sung Jay. All right, for me, I'm going to go the X-Man. Give me Xander, Fitzpatrick, and EVR. We'll start that direction. Fill in your middle pieces. Um, we didn't recap each range. You oh, see, see it's, it's been rusty. Rusty here. <laughs> uh, re, let's recap each range here, 10K and above. Which one of the three you like the most? Yeah, Scotty. I'll take the X-Man, Xander. Uh, 9K range. Fitzpatrick. Yeah. I'll take Homa to be different from you there. Uh, 8K range. Tom Kim. It's a great range. I'm going to go with Sung Jay at 81. Uh, 7K range. Henley. Okay. You like Henley. I will take Keegan Bradley. 6K. I'm going to say Matt Wallace just for a low-owned dart there. I'll go EVR then. I was going to give you EVR, but I'll take EVR. Sounds good to me. All right. Now back to the part before I screwed it up. Um, who you got winning this thing, Mister? You got you were running pretty hot there towards the end of last year. I hit one one tournament. Hey, one out of like every five or six <laughs> is all it takes, man. It's, it's running hot in my books. We'll probably start my own tout site before too long. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like these odds are fucking crazy. They're bad. It's a small field. Five and a half to one on Scotty to win this, and then you got, you know, Aberg or Oberg, whatever a Berg. At 14, I think that's way too low on him. Um, Especially compared to his DK price. Yeah, but there's a massive gap after that, which Fitzpatrick at 22, I think, is is bettable. Uh, Tom Kim, um, 25. Sung Jay at 35. And Hen- Henley at 35. And those are all bets that um, you know I've, I've placed here. So I usually did about a fourth of a unit on each. So I like the Sung Jay at 35. I think Fino at 30 is interesting as well. Uh, potential price tagging value, if you, whatever you want to call it, at this event. Other than that, it's hard to go too much deeper here. The cream should rise, the, like we saw at most elevated events last year, which this is an elevated event. Yeah, cream usually rises to the top, folks. So if you want to go deep, you can. You never know; anything can happen. But I prefer to maybe go, you know, the top ten, top twenty hunting, if you prefer, go that direction. Like one that's interesting to me, just based on price alone. Keegan Bradley's fifty-five to one to win, but you can get like a four to one to top ten. That's like a sixth of the field to get. So if you top 10, your odds are decent, I think. So stuff like that. That's what I look at. Like, do you think Keegan has a better chance to top 10 or Scotty to win? You're about the same odds almost. So start, true. Thinking, start, start thinking about it that way, folks. And yeah. uh, where you throw your money around. All right. Final thoughts. First event of the season. Going to be a fun one, I think. I'm really looking forward to it. we got full field next week. So that'll be giddy up time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I guess ready to get back into the PGA tour grind and uh, let's just hope and pray that they figure out how to com- make one tour again. That way we can watch all the guys every week. Yep. That would be the dream. That would be the dream for sure. But if you want to dream about other things, we'll be back next week. You can dream about another week of PGA tour action. Check out Jesse on Twitter at DFS golf gods, the pod at always press DFS. I'm at BD Intric. This was your 2024 century PGA DFS preview. Catch you all next time. Show goes on.